This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana. Shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Getting pre-qualified takes less than two minutes. Then see your real terms as you shop. Visit Carvana to finance your dream car the convenient way. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. A federal appeals court has ruled former President Donald Trump is not immune from federal prosecution for actions taken while in office. NPR's Ryan Lucas reports the unanimous ruling from a three-judge panel is a major legal setback for Trump. The long-awaited ruling from the three-judge panel on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals says that for the purposes of this criminal case, Trump does not enjoy broad immunity from prosecution. No longer in office, Trump is now citizen Trump, the judges say, with all the defenses of any other criminal defendant. The court says that any immunity that may have protected Trump when he was president, quote, no longer protects him against this prosecution. Trump faces four counts in the case brought by Justice Department Special Counsel Jack Smith in connection with Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Trump has signaled that he will appeal today's ruling. His legal challenges to his prosecution have succeeded so far in delaying his criminal trial. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. Republican presidential contender Nikki Haley is asking for Secret Service protection because of increased threats. A campaign spokesperson says the former South Carolina governor has been the target of so-called swatting incidents when a false report's made to emergency services with the intent of prompting a heavy police response to a particular address. Days of heavy rainfall in Southern California have caused floods so severe that some homes were inundated and a number of people stranded in rushing waters. NPR's Nathan Rott has more. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass and city officials said that more than 120 debris flows have been reported as of last night just in the city of Los Angeles alone. And we know that there have been many others in the broader region. Downtown Los Angeles got more than six inches of rain in less than 24 hours. Parts of the Santa Monica Mountains just north of the city had upwards of 10 inches. So any more rain on those areas could trigger additional debris flows. NPR's Nathan Rott reporting. Egypt says attacks by Houthi rebels in Yemen targeting commercial ships in the Red Sea are cutting into revenues from the Suez Canal. NPR's Aya Batrawi has more. Revenue from the Suez Canal clocked in at around $428 million in January. Chairman of the Suez Canal Authority, Osama Rabia, in a recent interview with an Egyptian broadcaster said that's about half of what it was a year ago. Trade through the Suez Canal accounts for around 12 percent of global trade. But Houthi attacks on ships in the Red Sea have forced shipping firms to take longer routes around the southern tip of Africa. The Houthis say their attacks are aimed at pressuring an end to Israel's war in Gaza. Freight costs between China and Europe have since soared by more than 400 percent because of higher insurance costs and longer routes avoiding the Red Sea. Egypt's battered economy relies in part on foreign currency revenue from the Suez Canal. The U.S. dollar is trading at more than double the official bank rate in Cairo as inflation skyrockets. Aya Batrawi, NPR News. You're listening to NPR News. Honda is recalling more than 750,000 vehicles in the United States for a defective sensor that may cause front passenger airbags to inflate prematurely. Many Honda and Acura models from 2020 to 2022 are affected. The U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said in documents posted today, the front passenger seat weight sensor may crack and short circuit and fail to disable the airbag as intended. The sensors are vital to turning off the airbags if children or small adults are in the seats and prone to injury. 
Home gardeners can now buy the seeds for a genetically modified tomato. Boise State's Public Radio's Sasha Woodruff has details. The purple tomato was developed by Norfolk Plant Sciences in the United Kingdom. Scientists inserted two genes from a snapdragon flower into a cherry tomato to increase its levels of the antioxidant anthocyanin. That's the pigment that gives blueberries, blackberries, and eggplant their color and gives them status as superfoods. It's no different from any other tomato, except it has certain capabilities that were developed through biotechnology. That's Nathan Pumplin, CEO of Norfolk's American subsidiary, selling the seeds stateside. Many scientists say genetically modified plants could create healthier food as well as varieties more adaptable to a changing climate. For NPR News, I'm Sasha Woodruff. U.S. stocks mixed this hour. The Dow is up 61 points. The S&P's off four. The Nasdaq is down 57. This is NPR.